I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder, and I'm Andy Baskin. All right, we continue on reflecting back on what we saw in preseason game number one, other than a lot of rain and uh, no electricity in the cardiac club where they where we do the preseason, uh, where we do the pregame show, which made things very interesting for uh, Meredith Kane, who is not only our outstanding producer on this show, but she's our outstanding producer of that show. I literally we were in the dark for most of the pregame show, but we got it done and we got people ready to to listen to the game. What other takeaways do you have from preseason game number two, Daryl? Uh, <laughs> not many. <laughs> I'm glad it's over. Uh, and I, well, how about Anthony Schwartz? Yeah, I mean, he's just not helping himself and they're giving him opportunities. Yeah, they, they really are. Um, you know, three targets, no catches. Not going to make the team. Dewan Jones, man. I'll tell you what, that dude's playing as you-know-what off right now. Yep. He's – I got to – look, I – during rookie minicamp, I was like, yeah, this this NFL thing ain't for this dude. Like, he he he, he ain't going to make it. And he he's – I think he's going to make it, Andy. I really do. I, I think do. he's going to make it. Uh, so feel real good about that. Uh, we talked a little bit about first team defense. Like, well, you right, didn't think that he was ever in jeopardy. I mean, he's a this year draft. Oh, pick. No, 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 no. I, I was just thinking that like, it just, just the NFL is not for him. Like he's, he's not going to make it at this level because like, dude, he couldn't do a rep in rookie minicamp without like needing to kill over and pass out. Like it, it was really bad. It was not good. So the fact that he was able to come back and he's been this strong in the preseason. I got I got to give the dude his props. And I think he might I think Andrew Barry might have found a player there in the fourth round of the draft. Um, so kudos to him. Um this Watkins kid, they, they, they might have something here. It does and, seem that way. After two games, it does seem that way, doesn't it? There, there might be a little something, something with that kid. I, I'll tell you what, I'll I, see. I don't know if he can make it as the sixth wide receiver on the roster, but he's definitely on the practice squad. Absolutely. Ronnie Hickman, by the way, that dude, definitely going to make the practice squad. I I don't know if they got room for him on the 53, but he's going to make the practice squad. Uh, DTR, making a case to be on the 53 as the emergency quarterback. Remember that rule. Emergency oh, for sure has to be on the active 53. So that dude is making a case to not – be put on waivers because I mean, I don't know that he survives waivers. They may have, I don't, to, I don't know that he does either. 
they may have to keep him. So I would probably say as I took a moment to reflect there and laugh at your question about what other takeaways I had from a meaningless football game, I would say those those are some of my takeaways. Boy, DTR looks like he's in a great position to be the backup quarterback in two years, doesn't he? Well, I mean, next year. Yeah, not not this season, but next season. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's just – and especially because he he possesses so many of the same qualities as Deshaun. I I just think the the transfer of power, if you ever have to do it, isn't going to be as great as you might uh, if you went from, like, Jacoby Brissett to Deshaun Watson. Like, the transfer of power there – was not in sync based on the offensive line. I did like the way the offensive line looked on the first drive as well. They they definitely looked like they had been they've had some work with Deshaun way more than we saw last year, where it just kind of seemed like they all got thrown in the fire. Right. Yeah, and and that's you know not not going to happen this year. They're going to you know whatever they need to um, do to kind of like bring those guys along. It, it looks like that's you know what's what's going to happen with these young guys in this draft and developed philosophy that Andrew Barry has. Um, But there are going to be some tough roster decisions to be made because they got to win football games this year. And I don't know if you can just hold ceremonial roster spots for your draft picks. Like I think it's over. I I think that's completely over. And I think Andrew Barry knows that. I think Andrew's moved on from the thought of, I've got to keep my draft picks. And maybe it was just quirky going out of last year that there was what one guy, Right. that he had lost as a as a draft pick but i think those days are over i don't think that having a number after your name rather than fa or you know or college free agent or any other i don't think that matters or undrafted doesn't matter anymore he's right. got to put the best players on the field i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here is in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I, again, this is a put up or shut up year. Kevin Stefanski's job is on the line this year. So, yeah, um, there's going to be some interesting conversations to be had about the progress made. Uh, from his 2020 and 2021 draft classes, 100%. I'll tell you, the other thing that's weird is with Jacob Phillips out, you know, you start looking at the two deep on linebackers and, you know, like Jordan Kunancic went from like, I think I was looking a week ago, he was fifth string. Now he's looking like he's a backup to Walker. So, um, you know, losing, uh, uh, you know, losing him and losing a player for the entire season, uh, it's just – the the preseason gets long and it just keeps getting longer by the minute with these injuries. Yeah, and they um, you know they had to uh, they had to add uh, a couple of guys, uh, Nate uh, Meters and uh, Jordan Wilkins. One's a safety Meters, and and Wilkins is a is a running back. Uh, they did that on Sunday. Jacobs, unfortunately, second straight year injured reserve with a torn pec. This is the final year of his rookie contract, so. I mean, I don't know. I, I I doubt that he's back next year. Um, and then you know, Bubba Bolden uh, suffered who had suffered a hamstring injury Friday night. Uh, he was waived on Sunday with an injury designation. So there's there's some little roster tweakage going on. Uh, Jerome Ford. My understanding is Jerome Ford is the number two running back. 
Uh, I have been told that the hamstring injury does not change their calculus as far as <clears throat> the top two running back depth at that position, but they do got to figure out that third spot. They got to figure out who their number three running back is going to be. Uh, and if anything, the Ford injury, Andy, affords those opportunities to give Demetric Felton and John Kelly those op- th- those chances, right? Right. Uh, they didn't come. They didn't really come through Friday night, uh, especially inside the one. Now let's see. I'm looking at the numbers here real quick. Felton, eight carries, 31 yards. That's a 3.9 average. Uh, Kelly, six carries for six yards. That's a 1.0 average. Th- those are not good numbers. If you're auditioning for a running back spot, those are not good numbers to have in the preseason. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sold that either one of those guys is going to be good enough to be the third running back on this team. And maybe that's why they brought in another running back on Sunday. The other injury front situation, which I thought was, uh, which just kind of sucks because he looked so good on the first ride uh, on the first drive was Elijah Moore. And I love the plays. I mean, I was like, as he was running those, I was like, "Uh Oh, they're giving away Anthony Schwartz's plays. Right. Right. You know, when you give a, a wide receiver the ball and tell him to run, um, but he's dealing with some rib issues right now. So what well, I think you probably just shut him with a rib injury. You probably just shut him down to the Bengals game and go after that. Right. I mean, that's what it kind of feels like. As long as they're not busted up too bad, there's not really much you can do for ribs. No. And the x-rays were negative. So that's the good news. Right. Had they like, I got real nervous when I saw him walk in the locker room because like, I, I think if he, if he misses Andy, they're, they're up a creek without a paddle. I had, I had to come up with the PG version of that because I had like sure. you know, things going through my head. They are up a creek without a paddle if Elijah Moore is not available to them. He is that important to this offense this year. He is hmm. that integral to what Kevin Stefanski wants to do, his versatility um, and, and, and whatnot. So uh, that might have been like the best news ever that the, the x-rays came back negative and him – Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett, Joel Batonio, put the Denzel Ward, put those dudes in bubble wrap. We don't need to see them uh, until the regular season. Uh, you know, I do think you got to put Deshaun out there one more time, give him a little more burn. When? when? I think Kansas City. Because you can't, okay. first of all, he's not playing this week against the Eagles. So I think you have to play him against Kansas City. I just don't think you can have him go a month without live action. Why why can't you play him against the Eagles? They're not it's not about can't. They're not. So I'm not even gonna oh, they've start. already said that they're not playing yeah. him this week. Yeah. All right, I missed that part. It's okay. Contro- so Monday and Tuesday's practices are controlled practices. Uh by the way, shout out to the numb nut radio guy in Philadelphia that wanted to criticize the five PM practices like it was the Browns' fault that they're practicing at five PM. No, that was the Eagles' decision. They're the Wait, one- what's that all about? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I, I responded to the dude on Twitter today because I just thought it was comical. I had an opportunity to dunk on him, so I dunked on him. Um, Anybody say anything to you? No, um, and I, I wouldn't care if they did because um, I everything I said was factually based. In fact, I put the quote from head coach Kevin Stefanski in the, in the, in the reply to him uh, where Kevin's just like, look, uh, we're, we're the visitors. We're doing what they ask us to do. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. going into their home. They, they're, they're running the show. We're just showing up to help them work uh, much like they did last year uh, in coming to Berea in those two days in which the Eagles just kicked the crap out of the Browns for two days. So hopefully the Browns will get the crap kicked out of them for two days in Philadelphia. But uh, Kevin Stefanski's made it clear that the controlled environments Monday and Tuesday are going to be the work for the first and second team. 
which means the third team and the fourth team and the cleanup guys, uh, they will get their work Thursday night. It's going to be basically the Hall of Fame game 2.0. All right. It's always game day in Cleveland. Um, if that's what we're going to see, well, we're going to talk more about it. So it's the Browns and Eagles all week in Philadelphia with a game on Thursday night. We'll talk about that next. It's always game day in Cleveland.